Sri Vishnu Sahasranam, name 815, Kunda, very similar to the previous name, Kundara, and several of the meanings are closely connected with the meanings of the name Kundara. Again, the word Kunda here is a different word completely etymologically from the word Kunda as in Radha Kund, Shama Kund, Lalita Kund, Gora Kund, and so on. The word Kunda, referring to the Kunda flower, as mentioned in the previous verse, the Kunda flower, one type of jasmine. This is mentioned by Srila Prabhupada in his Krishna book from chapter 14, Prayers Offered by Lord Brahma to Lord Krishna. I'll read that extract. The pure devotees of Vrindavan are fortunate because they can see Mukunda, Lord Krishna, all the time. This word Mukunda can be understood in two ways. Muk means liberation. Lord Krishna can give liberation and therefore transcendental bliss. The word also refers to his smiling face, which is just like the kunda flower. Mukha means face. The kunda flower is very beautiful and it appears to be smiling. Thus the comparison is made. So we can get on with some uh, various interpretations of this. Uh, as previously, as in Kundara, the word ku refers to bhumi as well as sin. And kunda, the word combined, refers to the jasmine flower. Uh, the second part, da, is interpreted as dadati, gives, or deity cleanses, makes clean, or dhyati, eliminates. So if we put the, the ku at the beginning as bhumi or earth or sin, then we get a series of interpretations. Parashara Bhatta gives an explanation which isn't immediately obvious. We have to go to the etymology to understand it. He explains kunda to mean the Supreme Lord Vishnu, who grants successive stages of higher knowledge. Paratattva jnana, knowledge of the highest reality, is given to the word kunda by Parashara Bhatta, and meaning who gives this knowledge, who gives the highest knowledge. And in the last talk, in Kundara, we're speaking about Maya Sakta Manaf Parata Yogam Yunjan Marashraya Asangshayang Samagramang Yatagyasasi Tachrinu. How Krishna tells Arjuna, I'm going to give you the highest knowledge. And of course, he does as Vyasadeva, especially in Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, then, what is the difference between Kundara and Kunda? because we'll find that the commentators on Vishnu Sahasranam, they don't, they make a point of not repeating, not giving the same meaning. So even, even though the same name may come 
more than once in Vishnu Sahasranam in different places, they're given different meanings according to context. And here we have Kunda right after Kundara. And although the meaning of Kunda and Kundara can be very similar, Parasha Bhatta states that in the present name Kunda as compared to Kundara, which he explained as he who gives the highest knowledge, here he explains Kunda, and it's not just arbitrary arbitrary explanations, but he explains with reference to Shastra and Sanskrit grammar that here Kunda means the Supreme Lord who gives the highest knowledge, but he gives it in successive stages to people who have started the process by self-control, study of Shastra, and so on, that they come to uh, what in the uh, Sri Vaishnav approaches, the various levels, Parabhakti, Paragyanam, and then Paramabhakti, the highest level. Parashrabhati also gives another understanding, uh, Ku taken to mean sin, and Dhyati, one who eliminates, or, or di- sorry, deity cleanses. So one who cleanses the sins of his devotees. And again, uh, we saw this meaning in the name Kundara, but that wasn't given by Parashabhata. So Parashabhata also give the meaning, gives the meaning, who destroys the sins of his devotees, Papam Dharayati Iti Kundaha. So we can understand from this, again, I quoted when discussing Kundara uh, in this regard, Gita chapter 18, text 66, in which Krishna declares, Surrender unto me only, and I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. So that's cleansing the sins, and particularly cleansing the sins, we think of. Uh, the first verse and the, the first words of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Shikshashtaka, Chaito Dharaparna Marjanam. Uh, the first effect of performing Sri Krishna Sankirtana, group chanting of the holy name or complete chanting of the holy name of Krishna, the first effect is cleansing the mirror of the heart. Cleansing the mirror of the heart means clean, the, the, by chanting the holy name, the holy name cleanses the, the, the dust, it means the dirt, it means the sin on the heart. We also have in Srimad Bhagavatam uh, Vidhunoti Surit Satam for one who for one who uh, likes to hear Srimad Bhagavatam, then what is the effect then? Uh, Krishna, who is the great friend of the devotees, Vidhunoti, means cleanses the hearts of the devotees because he's their very best friend. Uh, another angle on this, or a... a uh, an extension of this is that the the sin cleansing the heart of sin 
means not just eliminating the effect of it, but eliminating it at the very root, so that the sins which were eliminated do not return. So the the very desire to sin. Uh, again, this is discussed in the beginning of Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Nature of Devotion. Uh, again, from Kundara, I quoted there that uh, only pure devotional service can completely cleanse the heart of all sins so that they don't return. Uh, because other processes of cleansing the heart well, actually, the, the, the prior's chitta method doesn't clean the heart at all. It just eliminates some of the reactions for sinful activities. The jnana process is supposed to clean the heart from desire, but knowledge in itself is not enough to clean the heart of the perverse desire to to want to enjoy this world separately from Krishna. That is only possible by developing positive love for him. And then we come to the meaning that Vishnu, Krishna, is pure and beautiful like the Kunda flower. Sometimes that's called, in English, it's called star jasmine. It's white, white, white. Just like we say in English, white as snow. So in Indian languages, we'll say white as kunda. Uh, several times we find in Bhagavatam and in other Vaishnav literatures that the teeth of Lord Vishnu are said to be white as the kunda flower. And it's also this flower is one of Lord Vishnu, one of his very favorites. Uh, most jasmine flowers, are, it's, it's well known, jasmine scent, very beautiful. But actually this particular kind of jasmine doesn't have any scent. He's also known as Kunda because he wears Kunda flowers. Uh, just like you could say, if there, well, that's that's well known, the Chatri uh, Nyai in Sanskrit uh, polemics or argumentation, Chatri uh, Nyai maybe, or, or scriptural analysis, Chatri Nyai. Chatri means one who holds an umbrella. So if we say there's a group of people going, oh, there are the people holding umbrellas. There's the group of people holding umbrellas. They may not all be, but if there are many of them holding umbrellas, you'll say, oh, there, see the ones with the umbrellas. Or you may say, uh, it's representational. Just like there are, some, there may be a group of men wearing red hats. It represents their allegiance to a political party. So they may be referred to as the red hats. We have in America, I think it's basketball. I think it's basketball, maybe it's baseball, I don't know. 
we hear about the, the what is it, the Boston White Sox or Red Sox or something like that. So we could say this this player, this sportsman is he's a he's one of the Red Sox. He's not a sock. But it's said because that is a distinguishing mark. So in the same way, Krishna is called Kunda because he's seen wearing Kunda flowers. Kunda Dharma Kritakotaka in Bhagavatam it stated Krishna wearing a charming dress with Kunda decorated with garlands of Kunda. Or it can mean he who gives his devotees grounding. Ku means earth, ground. So who gives ground? What does that mean? He, in, in this respect, it can be understood. He gives them a grounding or basic knowledge uh, of reality. Dadami buddhi yogam tam payanti te. He gives them the basic, clear understanding. Why are we going from birth to birth to birth? Because we're not fixed, we're not grounded in understanding our actual position. We're like loose flecks of dust being blown around in the wind here and there. But when we become grounded and solid in our understanding that we are all eternal servants of Krishna, then birth and death finish. We become fixed in our constitutional position. Uh, this kunda flower is central to the paraphernalia of Gopi Lila in Vrindavan. It's described kunda sraja in Vrindavan. He has a garland of kunda flowers uh, translating from Two verses from Gopi Lila from Bhagavatam. The Almighty Lord then took the gopis with him to the bank of the Kalindi, who with the hands of her waves had scattered piles of soft sand upon the shore. In that auspicious place, the breeze bearing the fragrance of blooming kunda and mandara flowers. It says the fragrance. It may be in Vrindavan at that time. They had fragrance. And then, does he, Krishna, recall those nights in the Vrindavan forest, lovely with lotus and kunda and the bright moon? As we glorified his charming pastimes, he enjoyed with us his beloved girlfriends in the circle of the rasa dance, which resounded with the music of ankle bells. So Krishna and the rasa dance is specifically decorated with kunda flowers. Here's a beautiful description of Krishna in the midst of the gopis. Tabhi sametabe udara cheshtita priyekshanot pula mukhibhir achutaha udaraha sadvija kunda ditatir viarochat Tainanka Ivodhubhya Vritaha. 
Among the assembled gopis, the infallible Lord Krishna appeared just like the moon surrounded by stars. He whose activities are so magnanimous made their faces blossom with his affectionate glances and his broad smile revealed the effulgence of his jasmine bud-like teeth. Kunda, Dvija Kunda. Here Dvija means teeth, born twice, uh, and just like Kunda. So Kunda, this very flower, if we hear about Krishna's gopi lila and we see that Kunda flower, then that will become an an udipan. It will become a stimulant, stimulant for remembering the pastimes of Krishna with the gopis. And similarly, for Krishna with the, uh, in, in his Vishnu form, his Vishnu Sahasranam, Vishnu, he likes to remember that. So when we see the Kunda flowers, we will naturally think of Lord Vishnu if our focus is particularly on that forearm Narayan form. And generally in the, the gardens of Vaishnavas, they'll, they'll generally and always they'll have uh, these like, bushes of, of Kunda flowers. Like most jasmine, they, they, they grow very easily, very quickly, and Vaishnavas keep and they, they pick these for offering daily maybe even twice a day, because once picked, they don't last very long. They, they wilt quite quickly. So keep it and, and, and keep the bushes of Kunda for offering to Lord Vishnu. So, Kunda, nice. Think of that nice flower. Think of Krishna. So nice, nice flowers. Kunda, Chapa, Chameli, Mogra, Malika, these beautiful varieties of jasmine, uh, very beautiful smell. Best of things, all best of things should be offered to Krishna. And seeing these, these flowers are not just nice to see, but so fragrant to smell. For those with the eyes to see, they attest to the beauty of the Supreme Lord and his kindness to give these things to us so that we can offer to him. And for those with eyes to see, even the nasty and ugly things of this world attest to the glory of God because he made them also. But especially the very beautiful things because Krishna is very beautiful and we like to offer beautiful things to him. And on the flip side, the, the nasty, ugly, smelly <laughs> things, uh, they remind us of the condition of the material world, which is also made by Krishna for us who turned away from his beauty and the beauty of the spiritual world. Shankaracharya gives the meaning of the name Kunda that he bestows, Vishnu bestows purity to his devotees, purity just like the Kunda flower is considered a symbol of purity. He himself 
is as pure and as beautiful as a kunda flower, uh, and he gives such purity and beauty to his devotees also. Kunta. Now, this is not kunda, but this is kunta. But by in Sanskrit linguistics, t and d can be interchanged, as can l and r. So kunta means spear, and Krishna has a spear, and that can be understood in this way, and also can be that he himself is just like a spear in pinpointing the sins of his devotees and taking them out. It might be a bit painful, but that's the one of the things he does. Then, ku, meaning earth, and da, to give, and then the na comes in between to for linguistic ease and according to Sanskrit, ease of speaking and according to Sanskrit rules. So one, it means he who gave the earth to Kashyapa Rishi as Vamana. He gave the earth to, to Kashyapa. Actually, we know that he came to restore the earth to Indra, but officially, after taking the earth from Bali Maharaj, he gave it to Kashyapa. And Kashyapa's a rishi, what will he do? It's Indra, Yoda, Chacharya, and the family, so you take it. Uh, Parashuram also, he performed a horse sacrifice to rid himself of the sins that he had committed by giving, uh, by, by killing so many kshatriyas. And in that horse sacrifice, which requires uh, not insignificant little gifts to be given, he made a gift of the earth to Maricha. So he gave the earth. Another meaning uh, for Kunda, which comes out to mean Parashuram, he removed from the earth. Ku means earth, and Da can mean remove, to eliminate. So he, he eliminated from the earth all the sinful kshatriyas. So that's another meaning. Uh, then, ku means earth, and da can mean uh, cleansing. We saw that. Uh, deity, cleansing. Shodhayati, shodhayati. Uh, he cleanses the earth. So, therefore, Satyadeva Vashishta, who, as we have noted many times, gives meanings in terms of the Lord's function within this world. He cleanses the earth. How does he do that? Prithiving varsha shodhiyati iti kunda. By the rain, he cleanses the earth. Now the rainy season here in India, at the time I'm speaking, has begun. Cleanses the earth, and of course, the rain, by the wind, purifying wind, the sun, 
also cleanses in the sense that it uh, people pass stool and urine in the open, and although the the rain may w wash that into the earth, but the sun it the sun just nullifies all by by the strong heat of the sun that nullifies all the bad smell comes out and it becomes purified. So in various ways, the Supreme Lord, through his arrangements, purifies the world. One more meaning. Um, for Kunda, this is coming from the Madhva Sampradaya, for the ignorant, everyone in this world, but the, the, the great gift for the ignorant is knowledge. Uh, he, so he, he brings people up to the level of jnana. And then after getting up to the highest level of jnana, you can come to moksha. And for devotees who come to the point of and beyond liberation, he gives them ananda, the spiritual bliss of his personal association and service. So therefore he's called Kunda, Hare Krishna. Kunda Bhagavan Ki Jai. Vancha Kalpa Tarupyas Chakripa Sindhubya Chapatitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnava Bhyo Namo Namaha Dante Nitaya Chunakang Padiyani Patekrit Vachakaku Shatameda Hamravimi. Hey, Sadeva Sakala Eva Vihaya Durat Goranga Chandra Charne Kurutanu. Parivada tu janoya tatitava nanumakaro namayam vicharayama. Hari rasa madhirama dati mata bhuvivilo tama nartama nirvishana. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna.